very juncture. It's quite weird. Like, it's either you want me to sound natural or you want me to sound upbeat. hell this thing has been a long time coming but honestly i approached the gold coast report network about helping me out with this because i knew that working with them would get me like superb quality and unfortunately that takes time but we're here uh the Boca podcast has landed and we'll be tackling all diaspora issues whether you are an african living in the abroad or you've recently moved to ghana or even if you're a ghanaian planning on moving abroad let us cushion the culture shock small and prepare you for what to expect. Now, me, I am a Connery, but you can call me Baby Boga from now on. Me, I'm, you know, me Boga Nihutra, Boga Loose, Boga Nihunyeden, so Nihuyede. Boga, Yede, Sichika Krawono, you get me? That's me. I'm the Boga Pods host, and you'll be hearing me on every episode. Well, unless my house witches intervene. But with all of that cleared up, let's get right into it. Boga Boga NAA Ding. The term Boga broadly applies to people who have returned to Ghana after living abroad for some time. A Boga could be a Bintu, a deportee, or someone who visits Ghana as and when it pleases them. The characteristics of a Boga may include the following a foreign accent, their need to share tales about the life they lived abroad, or their constant comparison of how things are done in Ghana to how things are done abroad. I got the juice. I got the juice. Boy, yeah, I got the juice. Boy, the one take the juice. Boy, look, it's a sad day. They're behind like a last name. They ain't got the bottle, no champagne. Swerve on a hate, fast lane. Get smoke, no ashtray. Back at it again, back eight. It's going down, sad face. Them yellow bitter, bad taste. Today's episode is special, not just because it's our first, but also because it's an Independence Day episode. Ghana is 63 almost a pensioner it's definitely not in its heyday but you know we still have to celebrate it today i have two of my fave people um on the pod with me they're both tv3 and 3fm royalty um one of these people is my bosom friend joe wackle joe today I thought, I thought I was Helen. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, Helen, well, um, it is what it is. But Joe Wako, first of all, first things first. Can we make clear today what your government's name is? Because I feel That's like... That's my government's name. Joe, Joe Wako is not your government's name. That's my Joe, first name. Really? That's my first name, yeah. Who, who decided to name you Joe, who Joe Wako? Who decided to name you, sweetie? <gasps> nah, I mean, points. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not. Cut! <laughs> Cut! This show is over. Boga podcast is done. We're no, not doing no, this no more. It's over. It's done, guys. <laughs> Joe decided to bring out my government name on the first oh, episode. I thought we were bringing up government <laughs> names. Even, Where's Helena going to? Even wait <laughs> for me to like ease into it. But you know what? It's all right. It's all right. You guys know now. You guys, it, mm. back to the topic, Independence Day. Okay. 
wow, like I my heart my heart is paining me now. Oh, it's chocolate, sorry. Your heart's my feelings. How? Only you don't you like are, that name? Only you are allowed to call me sweetie. Hmm. You know, it's our thing. You get true, true, now true. everybody knows and it's not special anymore. Charlie, she's anyway. baby bugger. Yeah. Yes, yes. For this podcast, I'm baby bugger and nothing else. But more importantly, um, I want to talk about Independence Day. I think for me, when I moved to Ghana, um, it was a bit of a culture shock for me because I got here and my first Independence Day was like almost two weeks after I had moved. And, you know, I was expecting something to happen, like, you know, Independence Day bash, something going on. And it was crickets. There was nothing. Do you guys not... What was going on? Do you guys not celebrate Independence Day the same way we do? Like, what was it like celebrating Ghana's birthday growing up? I mean, for me, growing up, celebrating Ghana's birthday was like um, no traffic, no cars on the streets, everyone is home because it's a holiday. Okay. That's when you really get to get an extra day off school, making like three times a week that you are resting. Right. So it was something we really looked forward to. I'm sure I could compare that excitement, the excitement that comes with that to you guys up there wearing um, fake hidden crap prints from China wow. just to be wow. patriotic on those really, that. Really because to no, nah, like, I'm not shading you. Because I feel like the, the entire episode, the entire the entire idea of Ghana's independence celebration, mm-hmm. right, to diasporans is just like coming off patriotic, having like mm-hmm. throwing the red, gold, green, especially in this era of social media. It doesn't even make it easier where everyone is trying to be out Ghanaian to be right. more Ghanaian than who is, and then right. for them, that's like where Ghana ends for them okay. on sixth March, eighth March, like it's back to regular scheduling. But yeah. then for us here, we are out here and then we just go out on social media we just mm. go to rant 63 day, 63 years down the line 50 years down the line yeah. this is what is happening i remember vividly Ghana at 50 and i mm. didn't know what we were celebrating i remember right. very very well because like it was a significant year for yeah. every Ghanaian who was out and here and it was a big year for like all the prints and stuff because it had yeah, it was, it was, it had, they had a There's special the scarves and everything there was everything did it and seem I, gimmicky to you i think i was so young at that point in time that i didn't really i knew like this was bigger than the usual independence celebration yeah, and i didn't really know exactly like what's the fuss about all this apart from 50 years okay it's been 50 years since 1957 but exactly what are we celebrating so for us for me growing up um, Independence Day I look forward to Independence Day because I don't have to go to school it's an off day day for me and I'm just home and it's it's nice to just be home with the cousins and the siblings just watching Mm. television and then that was the closest anyone could actually ever get to gymnastics in Ghana watching okay. it I mean like actual gymnastics watching right. like the military people process oh, watching the okay. school children march listening to all those things and right. yeah I mean that's like the closest like the average Ghanaian who mm. isn't like in Accra who is out of Accra who is mm-hmm. like up 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 north that's mm-hmm. like their first introduction to gymnastic on such a large right. scale because of course these people have festivals they celebrate where yeah. you get to see these things mm-hmm. but it's not televised in right. nationally for everyone to just watch. just watch so for us independence day is not a big deal i mean wow. i'd say the year of return was bigger than what i feel for independence day celebration that's actually a good point because yeah i do feel like year of return was way more celebrated and we kind of embraced it in terms of like chilling in terms in terms of making an actual party out of it year of return was way more of a party than any independence day that i've seen so far but for us, yeah, like definitely, it's definitely like a party every, and for me, it's very beneficial because it always either falls, the parties always fall the weekend before my birthday or the weekend after. So me, I can join all of them and just do enjoyment with um, Ghana's birthday and my birthday. But um, Helen, so you, Helen, Yusuf, what's your mm. two tats? 
What's my who? Your Twitter at. Your Twitter handle. Oh, okay. If you're looking for me, you can no, find I, me. No, that's not what I would just, just tell me what your Twitter handle is. I want to see something. Add Flavor Flav's wife, baby. Okay, Flavor Flav. Why are you Flavor Flav's wife? Because, you know, Flavor Flav, he's a spice. He's very funny. You know he's ugly, right? Like, do you, do you realize that? Do Nobody you, is noticed? ugly. Obia want to taste. Obia ya John And your taste is Flavor Flav. Definitely. Wow. I feel like he's very charismatic. You know, it's like a... Like a dynamite in a small package, mm. kind of like me, you know. Oh, He's um, only oh, yeah, let me taste, you know. And there's no going back. Oh, all right, wow. okay. that is um, my spec. More, more importantly, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's discuss what Independence Day um, celebrations have been for you, because like you grew up in London. Well, I grew up in both places, so I have oh, the yeah, pleasure true, of actually. doing both. Um, so definitely mm-hmm. like. Um, growing up, to be honest, kind of like Joe Wackel said, Independence Day was like getting the day of school and then mm. watching people do all types of kogon <laughs> on national TV. I mean, mm. to be honest, I find Independence Day a little bit brutal. Mm. It's typically at the height of Satan's heat. What? <laughs> it is hot oh, AF right. and you have right, little like kids. Climate-wise? Yeah, climate-wise. Right. You have little kids standing in the sun mm. doing all types of marching formation, yeah. Vaseline shiny on right. their foreheads. Right. I do find in Independence Day celebrations a little bit cruel. It's mm. like, you know, I never had to go and march. I think okay. the government schools... Wait, was it a, a, a compulsory thing for some students? For some schools. I think the government schools have to go and march and oh, like put wow. the Vaseline okay. on the back of their neck and then wear the white socks and shoes. That's shoe. so cute. I mean, listen, none of it is cute. Um, so the highlight for me would be waking up and watching a little bit of, of it on television. Right, okay. Um, but I think I definitely celebrated Independence Day way more once I'd moved back to London. Yeah, well, I mean, and like, it's as, a young adult, as a young adult, yeah. what was it like? Because I'm thinking, okay, as a kid, generally speaking, no matter where you live, I guess it would be more of a, you know, I guess... You just watch, yeah. Just exactly. watch it on, like, on TV or whatever. Yeah. But like as a young adult, that's when I would have expected that, or even people like us, to like go out and chill and whatever. Yeah, and listen, it here. was a big deal for me. I really looked forward to Independence Day did you because ever Rex I did. Did you? I did. Oh, okay. I have some really bad experiences. I do. Helen, please. I mean, Boy, I always have a story. Totally. Would it I'm be listening? Would it be a Flavor Flav's wife appearance Shh. if I didn't wow. have a story? I mean, that said, this story is actually very. It's not as wild as some of, you know, the other ones. But okay. I went to an Independence Day party at Stratford Rex. It must have been. It wouldn't mm. have been anywhere else. Because that's where they usually have all the shenanigans. Somebody selling kinky. <laughs> kinky kakra. Atopa kakra. Inside the place. Honestly. Obiton condom. It's just a bit of everything. My always says that London is just a glorified makola. And it's not a lie. I mean, that, that, listen, in that particular party, so I went with maybe four or five other girls. Halfway through, some Jamaicans and Nigerians start trouble. There's a fist fight. And then somebody gets, somebody gets his head bottled open right in front huh? of me. And he's lying there. And my friend who was training to be a nurse, oh, excuse me, hello, why are you breathing? Oh I was like, God. hello, sister. <laughs> Annabelle, no, shout out to you. Time. I said, if you don't, <laughs> if before I say fit, get out of here. In the meantime, so obviously mm. this causes a stampede. We're on the top floor. They can't get less down below. This is right. a jam zone. Jam. Yeah, and you course. made jams. Yeah. Right? And then um, the security let loose the dogs. 
There were dogs. There were dogs. The dogs I usually have outside. This is wow. Uh, this is a long time ago. This would have been like two thousand and seven, easily. Yeah, yeah. Very, very long time ago. And then they let loose the, the dogs loose, and then they started throwing. You know how you 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 check in your jackets, mm-hmm. your bags, in the cloakroom. Yeah. They threw all of that stuff out. Wow. It was a madness. I've wow. never seen a stampede with Kenke, Kangam. <laughs> Enjoyment. Did anybody throw a ball of cake? Because I feel like that would have been the highlight. Man. Just standing there and seeing a ball of cake just fly. Zoom. Listen, and I mean, Independence Day would be a chance for you to really like, um, well, I guess meet people. I guess so. You know, meet yeah. people and just, you know, yeah. how people have pride in Ghana. As soon as you leave Ghana, your pride quadruples. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. You're living in yeah. fantasy land. It is. We for sure. We Ghana a little bit, don't 100%. we? 100%. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. God bless the homeland Ghana. Ghana. And then when you go to work, you take a little flag yeah. with you. It's like, oh, it's today's Ghana's birthday, where I'm from. Da, da, da. And gimmicky. it's all very romantic, very gimmicky. Mm. But it is a chance to have a good time as it well. Is. It is. Nothing wrong with showing a bit of pride. I think for me, like the worst, this is, your story is way wilder than mine because the worst that I I've experienced it wasn't even bad for me because I was the perpetrator in this but the one time that I went to Ghana Independence Jam at O2 Indigo and Slack me and mates. my me and my cousin made our dates pay on the door and you know the difference between on the door prices and mm-hmm. early bird prices we made them pay on the door and as soon as we got in we left them and went to chill with R2Bs backstage R2Bs yes. no be fucking like, small because what the do you really expect me to stay with you when there's fucking RTBs backstage and my cousin knows Moogies Moogies personally like there was a point the only point that I felt bad was when like we were chilling with the guys they were leaving and we were chilling with them in the parking lot and the guys had gone into like the smoking section outside so they could see us but they couldn't approach us because there was the barrier in between wayward and I was just like wayward you know and then obviously when the jam had finished we just came and we were like oh Muncha Taxi Mayim and Wayward. for real, for real, they did. And also, let me just also say this, yeah, that backstage, I met someone there, and six months later, the person asked me to marry them. So all in right, all... Listen, all in all, God bless your F-cups, oh. because that's, <laughs> that is what all is at work. All in all, I enjoyed myself that night. I don't know about my dates. <laughs> No, I think they enjoy themselves a lot. Did. Yeah, I think I had a phenomenal I mean, probably, yeah. time. Paid for you to go and, you know, go chill with RTBs it is, and then it, it is what got it is, you okay. home. It is what it is. I looked fine. I was on their arm for all of 15 minutes, okay? They, they enjoyed themselves, all right? Okay, guys, stay tuned for when we come back and discuss what being a bogger really means. Bogger to me means Germany. I mean, German bogger. And then I'm also... It represents um, people coming down, telling us what shit structure we have here in the country. Boga is just SS jewelry. And um, biggest of all, Boga reminds me of my uncle. And fuck that uncle. Welcome to the intro. Hi, Hi I'm out when you're an insult. My mouth is always in mode. She needs help to getting involved. We need how forget my minerals. I just rub them out, I call them pencils. Watch me go around them like a stencil. I be broken down the instrumental. Bounce. Here we got that bounce. Here we got that clap. If you wanna talk, then come then. Make me outside. Cause I don't really care about the price of your bow nah. Or where you live or the size of your house nope. Even though the money in your ice of account Cause you still got crossed at the side of your mouth Mode. I'm in the mood You're in the mood I'm not the one So don't get rude So guys, you that I'm on the podcast with you What does the term bugger mean to you? <laughs> 
So, so who's talking first? <laughs> Helen. I think the non-Bulgar should Oh, okay. So, I, feel, I don't think no, so. No, Joaquin is a Bulgar, but not in the sense that we're talking about right now. Okay, so for me, for me growing up, I feel like the sense of Bulgar was mm. just that uncle or that auntie who returned and couldn't go back again. Like, she, okay. she, she returned home and she couldn't leave Ghana again. So yeah. that's like the bugger. Okay. But bugger wasn't like thrown loosely for someone who is always home on Christmas. Like, okay, so oh, she wouldn't she's call gone. That a you wouldn't call that a bugger. You call bugger. Bugger is like a bean to a returnee who returned hmm. and like they are back home. They are not going anywhere. They are right. always at home. And then they are quick to remind you that they are bogus and they're okay. like, they are doing nothing. Like, they, they are just there. <laughs> so it's just basically a returning right. who hasn't been able to go right. back to wherever So kind of like Sister Sylvia. Have from. you guys ever watched Ooh. Kumasi Yonko? Yes, yeah, so yes, Boga Sylvia. Sil- yes, <laughs> Sylvia in Kumasi Yonko. That, so that's what a bogger is. Yeah, like so she head. is like a typical definition typical. of okay. a bogger, like the, the normal stereotypical definition of who a bogger is. Okay, Helen, what do you what do you think? What, what does, what's ah, a bogger? See, I feel like I'm, I'm being schooled right now. I didn't realize a bogger was somebody that had landed and could no longer return for whatever I thought, reason. I thought it was just somebody that had traveled. Yeah, like, I just thought like, you know, you're away from home. Like, say I've been away from home for yeah. 13 years now. Yeah, I yeah. feel like oh, wait, a bogger, bogger hey, landing. Hey. I mean, as it stands now, mom, I haven't gone back. So it'd be like, <laughs> Sister <laughs> Sylvia is I and I am Sister <laughs> Sylvia. All right? See, no, bogger, papa be. And I do get what um, uh, baby bogger, is that your alias? Baby bogger. Yes, Boga Boga Bobs. I feel like I need a Boga <laughs> alias. I Boga Bobs. Wait, hold up. Bo- Boga, Boga Pop. <laughs> Fan Pop. Boga is like Boga pop. Meat. <laughs> Boga A. Boga Box. Listen, let's stay wow, on track, guys. Okay. <laughs> so, let's I feel like moving. the Boga aesthetic is sometimes really something that people are, I feel like low-key laughing at. Like that's why mm, a bugger, yeah, yeah. the connotation is, is sometimes so you're crassini. You exactly, know, yeah. You're crassini kakra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joako, you agree? Yes. Yes, and the aesthetic is, you know, really loud. Mm-hmm. Like Joako said, they remind you that they're a bugger. The plenty, plenty, plenty chains. chains. You feel me? You might have, yeah, a gold tooth. Yeah. Your, your guy so, name so is Baby Yeah. the bugger podcast logo. You guys have seen it, right? We've seen it, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And that's what we were trying to like, um, embody, yeah. you know, that's a, a little bit like that joke that everybody, you know, um, busts about, you know, buggers being crassiful and they don't know how to yes. dress and they're over the top. But, you know, we're, we're claiming it. We're I mean, claiming. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a, a, a bugger. I feel like... Um, so, somehow though people don't really aspire to be bogus. Like, once, once you actually hear once you actually hear bogger, it's mm-hmm. usually that uncle who was like you know of this uncle mm-hmm. or this auntie who was away before you were born. Right. So it's like, oh, oh for your crab bridge and whoa. Oh. Right. Like those that's, are that's, those are like yeah, the that's, typical. That's, the standard, term, this, that's like yeah, standard yeah, bugger. You know, oh. you know, there's this uncle abroad, yeah. but like oh, oh, for like you don't even know this yeah, uncle, yeah, yeah. but they always hear of this uncle. Mm. And often, like when they come back home, they are coming to settle down. They are not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. And like Helen said, like the entire bugger being aesthetic, right? Mm. I've come to realize people are gradually leaning into um, the 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 bugger name, like the bugger mm-hmm. vibe, because. Yeah. We find ourselves in spaces where yeah. I mean I don't know how it affects you guys because clearly clearly that's not how it works. Selling is sitting by me being a hoe oh, in the DM. No. I don't know, but like that's not <laughs> Wow, okay. Um I was just about So which bugger are you DMing? Wow. Um, wow. So as we were saying, the bugger aesthetic. Wow. <laughs> Listen. You're talking about aesthetic. I was actually about to say, like, yes. you also think that the reason why people are claiming bugger a bit more now, 
it has to do with aesthetic and the fact that fashion kind of circles. Because all those things that we used to look at bloggers and say, oh, you're Krasini. Like, my dad used to wear these, like, my dad is like the quintessential quintessential bugger like mm. a businessman he goes to Germany uh-huh. like, like look boga, that's boga. what I've inherited that's why I'm baby bugger you know gotcha. boga. Boga, ba. exactly and so he would walk around these silky ass shirts mm. buttoned mm-hmm. down to his okay not you, not the belly button but I think that would be a better name what bogaba yeah Ooh. Mm. guys let us know you know go yeah, go know. yeah go onto twitter and go at the bugger pod on Twitter and let us know whether you'd rather have me call myself Baby Bogger or Bogaba and we'll decide. But yeah, like the aesthetic really is in now. Like the silky shirts, the oversized trousers. What about the, the fa- is, a, is a funny pack a bogger aesthetic? Definitely. Yeah, the funny mean? packs are what back in action. You guys are really um, staring off here. You are when you talk about bogger aesthetics. Mm-hmm. I don't think the funny pack and stuff are bogger aesthetics now. Look, I mean, those are just retro vibes that are coming back. Yeah, again. but that's but that's, that's no, a really bogger thing to me. It is it is it a bugger? I'm trying to think now. So back in the day, I my uncle, Uncle Sammy, he promised me <laughs> a car. Like yeah, he, he, he oh no, But I remember he as promised you do, me. As a bugger, listen, as you do, and you know, Uncle Sammy had. Yeah, Uncle Sammy's been married twice. You know, of course. the loud one in the family. So yes. when you turn 60, I'm not going to buy you a car. I'm going to wow. go buy you a car. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm 31 and... The, <laughs> the car has not arrived. The cars that I'm using Into right now, if you've, if you've been in it, when you reverse, you know, <laughs> it, it gives you some steam. You understand? So I don't have a car from Uncle Sammy. Oh. And he had the wet hair. He had the curls. The, the gel. gel the yes. You're and I think playing. at some point he did have a fanny pack on his oversized trousers. Yeah. Or or Germany. This is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Because mm-hmm. in Germany, the look of choice was like tracksuit bottom, yeah, tracksuit track track suit. But you know the retro kind, you know, with the technicolors yeah. and a little bit baggy with a fanny pack on your front. And then maybe like a cap. So that was the bugger aesthetic. That was the bugger aesthetic. A1. But yeah, um, we actually went out and asked some other people what, you know, the term bugger or being a bugger means to them. And so we'll go ahead and listen to those now. A bugger to me used to be um, a been to someone who'd been abroad and had come back. But now a bugger is like a tycoon or a big man or someone who can like help you out. My earliest um, memory of the word bugger was literally uh, anybody that had traveled to Europe and come back, you know, condom top, gold chains, big mom jeans. And then later on, it became a verb. Oh, you bogger, which means you've traveled. Yeah, but that's basically been my idea of what bogger has been. Largely Europe, not America. Like, people travel to Europe because, you know, German bogger, those kind of things. So, the term bogger, <laughs> to my understanding is someone who has come or returned back to Ghana from overseas. So you're deemed to have a lot of money. You're the person that everybody runs to. You're the person that has to be all flashy, flashy. You're the person that's dressed all nice in designer gear. You're the person that people come to whenever they have a problem to do with money. So when, when they see you instantly, hey, bogaba, bogaba, it's just a way of them saying, yes, this person has come over from wherever they've come from. And um, they, they have the money to to meet all our needs you know you're the person that 
if I need a little small change, I come to basically you're the person that everybody relies on. So yeah, whenever someone says Bogaba, you know set most of the time it's not even that though. It's really interesting to hear what people think about the Boga image and especially on a podcast like this that aims to really explore the different meanings of, you know, what it is to be a diasporan. Right. It's been a great first episode. I want to say thank you to my lovely, lovely guests, Joe Wackle and Helen. Guys, did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy this episode? It was absolutely fire. The best 30 minutes Aww. of my life. And Aww. I've had a phenomenal time. You said what I usually say about how everyone is my favorite. No, I can't even say this is the best 30 minutes of my wow. life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe be honest <laughs> this time, okay? Um, mm. It's fine. I mean, talking about burgers is interesting, and mm. yeah, it's quite nostalgic. Basically, Joako loves me anyway, guys. So, true, you know, true. His opinion, that. what he says now doesn't that. matter because <laughs> he actually loves me. All right. Um, I also want to thank the Gold Coast Report because they've literally made all of this happen. Cyril is probably fucking sick of my shit and how picky I am, but he has to love me anyway. Um, I want to thank my producer, Kwame Asante. Go ahead and join the conversation about what it means to be a bogger or a diasporan on Twitter by following at the Boggerpod on Twitter and Instagram. The Bogger Podcast is available on all streaming platforms. Just search for the Bogger Podcast and you're good to go. I'm your girl, your one and only baby bogger. Maybe Bogaba, depending on how you guys vote um, online. I'm really excited to do this show for you guys week in and week out. Have an amazing Independence Day. Go out, celebrate Ghana. We know the economy is shit, but the Bugger Pod is all about us being in this shit together. So enjoy. Now, you know, I could come put air chili into, you know, you two go and chill some. Peace out. Avec ton histoire tu racontes Tu sais ma chérie moi je l'aime Elle m'aime, on s'aime Tu vois Mais affaire-moi, tu l'as vu où ça Mais affaire-moi, dans quel baillet Mais affaire-moi, tu sais je suis pas le genre de personne affinée dans la vie de ma go Mais dis-moi tu l'as vu Je l'ai vu, tu l'as vu Je l'ai vu, tu l'as vu Je l'ai vu This has been a Gold Coast Report production.